Wow, that was an overwhelming amount of talking on the podcast that has not been done by me. That is crazy. On this episode of the Planner Protectors podcast, we are recapping everything that has happened at COP26. And we're also going to be hearing speeches from three people that we did not hear speeches from last episode. And if you don't know what COP26 is, check back at our last, like our latest episode, just called COP26. Because that is, well, that's what will explain everything. Since I'm recapping everything, we need as much time as possible for this episode, so you can always look back at the last one. We are going to be hearing speeches from the following. Barack Obama, the former president of the United States. Bill Gates, the creator of Microsoft, and Mia Motley, the Prime Minister of Barbados. So let's start off by hearing some of these speeches and then we'll go into the recap. Let's start with the best parts of Bill Gates' speech. It was six years ago in Paris where I joined many of these leaders to announce the first commitment to developing the innovative technologies needed to stop climate change. Yes, you're going to be hearing a lot about science, technology, and innovation because that is pretty much what this COP was focusing on and definitely what Bill Gates was focusing on because like, that's basically his job and his livelihood, creating different technologies. To get to zero, we need to reduce the cost difference between the current products and the green products. A difference I call the green premium. Okay, so we're about to hear more about this green premium, but that's like Bill Gates is right, where the environmentally friendly things are more expensive than the non environmentally friendly things. Like, take cars for example. Electric cars are pretty expensive compared to gas cars. I mean, I'm not talking about like Maseratis, but like they are still, they're pretty expensive cars. And like, take that into basically every Everything. The cost of transition must be low enough that the whole world can afford it. I'm listening. To make this happen, Breakthrough Energy has added Catalyst. Catalyst is a first-of-a-kind effort to build the big projects we need to lower green premiums <coughs> and expand the market for early-stage critical climate technologies. Wow, it looks like Bill Gates has a few ideas up his sleeves. So now we are going to move on, but if you would like to hear more of Bill Gates' speech, you can just YouTube it, like Bill Gates COP26 speech, and you can see the full thing. I did cut it short because we need to get through two other speeches and more of the recap. So now let's move on to the former president of the United States, Barack Obama. I have to confess, it was particularly discouraging to see the leaders of two of the world's largest emitters, China and Russia, decline to even attend the proceedings. Oof. And their national plans so far reflect what appears to be a dangerous lack of urgency, a willingness to maintain the status quo uh, on the part of those governments. And that's a shame. He is so right. Leaders and like countries, they need to get away from the status quo. They need to think about the environment more and really make a change that will benefit the environment in a way that we can be proud of. We can't afford anybody on the sidelines. The speech is actually called that. We can't afford anyone on the sidelines. But there is one thing 
that should transcend our day-to-day -day politics and normal geopolitics, and that is climate change. Woo! It's not just that we can't afford to go backward, we can't afford to stay where we are. The world has to step up, and it has to step up now. Wow, that was an amazing speech by former President of the United States, Barack Obama. If you would like to hear more of that speech, again, you can YouTube Barack Obama COP26 speech. But now we are going to go on to the Prime Minister of Barbados's speech, Mia Motley. The pandemic has taught us that national solutions to global problems do not work. Okay, let's hear more. We come to Glasgow with global ambition to save our people and to save our planet. But we now find three gaps. On mitigation, climate pledges or NDCs. Without more, we will leave the world on a pathway to 2.7 degrees and with more, we are still likely to get to two degrees. Okay, so she said 2.7 degrees, and if you don't know like what the temperature things that they're trying to accomplish is, 2.7 is a lot higher. Countries are trying to get it down to 1.5 degrees Celsius, but 2.7 degrees Celsius is a lot higher than they want. These commitments made by some are based on technologies yet to be developed. True, we need to develop more technologies that can help us become more environmentally friendly and just help the world change. And that of loss and damage is measured, my friends, in lives and livelihoods in our communities. This is immoral and it is unjust. Well, those were some amazing speeches from some amazing people who have the power to do a lot of things. So that is it for the speeches for this episode. If you would like to hear more, check back at our last COP26 episode, just called COP26, and there are five different speeches in that one. But now we are going to move on to recapping COP26. Now, when I was recording this part of the podcast, CBC actually said that COP26 was heading into overtime because they couldn't reach a decision in the two weeks that they were originally given, which is interesting because it's two weeks. But again, like everyone has different opinions and, you know, there's hundreds of people there. So anyway, I'm going to come back. They said they would find an answer later today and I am going to come back with an answer later today or in like... 20 seconds for you guys. So yeah, I'll come back later today and I will then do everything. And hopefully it's later today. If not, it'll be tomorrow. And then it'll just keep getting more and more delayed. So anyway, I will see you in a bit. Hey everyone, I am back and it is tomorrow. I mean, it's Sunday, November 14th and I started recording yesterday, uh, Saturday, November 13th. And COP26 has officially ended and there was a final agreement that was made. So I'm going to talk to you all about that and it'll start in three, two, one. So I guess the decision was to limit coal like it was a compromise so coal it's the first little agreement in any cop that coal has been mentioned in and it's really just I'm pretty sure lowering coal let me look into that a bit more 
So I found an amazing article that the New York Times published. It was written by Justin Warland. And essentially, I'm just going to read one of a few sentences from it because I don't, I could not sum it up as well as Justin summed it up. So let me just read it. On Saturday, as COP26 came to a close, delegates unanimously agreed to the Glasgow Climate Pact as as an update to the Paris Agreement that targets coal-fired power and fossil fuel subsidies and calls calls on countries to produce more aggressive climate plans for the next year. So this agreement actually had quite a few people upset about it. And I'm just going to read to you a tweet that Greta Thunberg, as we've heard in the last episode, her opinions on COP, she actually said COP26 is a failure. And this is her tweet that came out after COP ended. The the hashtag COP26 is over. Here's a brief summary. Blah, blah, blah. But the real work continues outside these halls and we will never give up. Okay, ever. So, whoa. So, yeah, clearly COP26 had a lot of mixed emotions, um, but there were some leaders that were like, yes, this is, a su- this is a success. My opinion is, yeah, they probably could have done more, but, I mean, they're doing the best they can to all agree, because, like, they all have so many different opinions. They're all so many different government styles and just so many different governments. So, I mean, you know what, what it is, what it is. And yes, you like, it's not just what they agree on. People need to do environmentally friendly things in their everyday life by themselves. Either way, either way, depending on what it is. So this is a step, this new, uh, this updated Paris Agreement. It is a step to a better climate. But I think that we do still need to do a bit more. Anyway, those that's basically what happened at COP26. There were like some little alliances formed and anyway, there are a few more speeches. If you would like to learn more, uh, I think there's like a United Nations site. I think it's like, I don't know what it is. There's a United Nations site. I can put it in the show notes. And um yeah, it'll tell you everything you need to know. If you'd like to hear more speeches, just look up the person that you want and do COP26 speech. And if you would like to learn more, just go to that website. As always, thank you for tuning in for this recap on COP26. And I will see you very soon for another episode of the Planet Protectors podcast. And remember to stay eco. Bye for now.